Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, yes, yes. Alex Nancy Bulbrock, Locked On Cardinals. Real quick, does it bother you that I don't say Rise Up Red Sea when I host the show? We haven't talked about this. No, Rise Up what... Red Sea! Alex Clancy Bulbrock, follow him at Bulbrock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. You can follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Unfortunately, we have a little suspension. Um, I don't know. It's, it's like when your parents accuse you of doing something. You have no idea what happened. Maybe one of your siblings blamed it on you and you're a complete innocent bystander. We're trying to get that back up and running. Not exactly sure why our account suspended for now, but uh, you can be able to check out the podcast tweets, whether it be on Bo or my respective Twitters. And please go hit the like button, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Things are growing pretty precipitously, and we're both very, very excited about it. Got a packed show today, actually. Um, maybe Steve Kime was right. Uh, we have visual representation of Zayvon Collins on the field. We'll talk about that. Should Kyler Murray be starting during the first preseason game at all? Um, Mike Clay gives out his grades from every uh, position group for every NFL team. We talked about this last year. Uh, the Cardinals are in an interesting spot, and it just shows time and again how top-heavy this team is. And the first unofficial depth chart is out. Bo's going to give a little deeper dive, and I'm going to react to that. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I've been on record for the last 18 months or so, almost two years now, saying that Steve Keim has acted as a top 10 GM in the NFL with the moves he made after drafting Kyler Murray. Uh, he came under fire from me and many others when he proclaimed Zayvon Collins the starter months before the season starts. And then there was a video yesterday from the Arizona Cardinals Twitter account showing Zayvon Collins playing, I mean, perfect defense on DeAndre Hopkins up the seam from the linebacker position and Kyler Murray just dropping a dime to Nuke. And um, I showed it to Bo. Bo saw it. He's like, oh. I mean, that's, I tweeted out, that might be the best linebacker coverage we've seen since the start of the 2020 season. Yeah, I mean, it gives you a little confidence in the move from little Steve juice. Kime. Yeah, forcing his first rounder into action because you got to imagine Jordan Hicks was like 17 yards behind the play if he's in on that. <laughs> and if if it takes an elite wide receiver to beat out Zayvon Collins, who was raved about in the pre-draft co process about his coverage skills, uh, you know, then you'll take that. I mean, if, if he if he can just at least cover running backs and tight ends and maybe like wide receivers down the depth chart, you'll take that because he was draped on DeAndre Hopkins. And it, I mean, you, you love it from all angles. One, the coverage from Zayvon Collins. Sure, it would have been like the little ice, the little cherry on top would have been if he could have knocked that down. Yeah. But the fact that uh, Hopkins D Hop is able to haul that in. And the fact that Kyler Murray put exactly the only place that DeAndre Hopkins could have caught the ball and out of the reach of the defender, uh, it, it just it gets you a little giddy inside, especially with the fact that the we've got football coming up in the next couple of days. Yeah, I mean it's. I think it was Cam Cox who who came on here and said, you know, at at uh, 
at training camp, there were times where Zayvon and Isaiah Simmons played perfectly together uh, on defense, and there were some where they were looking at each other with their hands raised in the air like, what the hell are we doing here? So any sort of positivity coming out of camp from the defensive side especially and and, and the young buck out of Tulsa is accepted and uh, smiled upon. So that's great. And the video coverage was incredible. Like, I wish I could edit video like that. Like, you slow it down just a little. Unless DeAndre Hopkins is that slow, I don't think that's right. the case. And the haters will say, well, DeAndre Hopkins isn't fast, so obviously it'd be easy for a 6'4", 260-pound guy to keep up with him. I disagree. Uh, so he's that's still fun. Route runner. I mean, he's an elite yeah. route runner. He knows how to navigate in space, get that space. And, and that's and, how you uh, play in the league for 13 years when you don't have to rely yeah. on your speed. I mean, you tell me that DeAndre Hopkins can't get to where he wants to go, and I'll call you a big fat liar. Uh, Alex Lancey, Bo Brock, Locked On Cardinals. Should Kyler Murray start on in Friday's campaign, Bo? A um, couple different schools of thought here. We got some crap, uh, which is great. Please, uh, we love uh, interacting with you. Leave comments during the uh, during the YouTube premiere. Um, got some crap for uh, kind of ripping Kyler a little bit about the pick that he threw uh, on the hands of Darquez Denard when he threw an out route into double coverage. Uh, during uh, camp a couple days ago, I think, yeah, two days ago. And um, this is what I have to say to that. Uh, if you can't do it against a third stringer who couldn't make a roster somewhere else, how are you going to do it against cornerback ones? You know, I mean, obviously it's not the end of the world. That's not what we're saying here. But should Kyler Murray be starting during the first preseason game? Is he going to hand the ball off twice and then throw one pass and be out? If that's the case, cool. I mean, you don't want him to be playing a quarter, right? And he most likely won't be. Maybe a series or two. I, you, look, I mean, we we saw a couple tweets from some good Arizona Cardinals reporters, Darren Urban. You know, no doubt, Kyler Murray will play some snaps on Friday, and that's what we're we're used to seeing. That's why this is the ultimate tease preseason. Even though there's one last game, it's like okay, we get to see Kyler Murray. We get to see the first team offense. They'll go out there, and yeah, they'll have a cup of coffee, and then they'll walk off the field. Or just a couple sips, but it's and then you're like, okay, let's let's take a look at who's behind these guys on the depth chart. Just I don't think that you said it right as far as Kyler Murray made a bad pass in a scrimmage. That's it. Like I'm not concerned about it. I, I don't yeah. think that it's going to turn in. He's he's not going to have a, a case of the turnovers all of a sudden. A guy who's uh, taking care of the football in his first two seasons relatively well, twelve picks in each season. So you know it was a bad pass. We've seen. You know, even pedestrian type cornerbacks be able to pick off balls and passes like that are are, are easy to pick off in the NFL. And it was just a bad pass. Look, I'm I'm past it. I'm sure Kyler. Hopefully, he's got a goldfish memory. Thanks, Ted Lasho, for that 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 analogy. But you know, I think that uh, they're fine. But as far as the preseason, it, it's I was kind of I was kind of curious how it was going to look with the one last game because you'd see them kind of with the four games. It's just like okay, one too many. Three, of course, is the main dress rehearsal, and you're just you've got like going into the you you play the first half in the second game, you come out in the third game of the locker room and try to make those adjustments, and then you're done. Uh, we'll see how it works now. Is it just going to be game one and game two, and then game three are those fringe roster types trying to make that make the team? And we're going to get a heavy dose of Colt McCoy and Chris Trevler in, in game three. I, I don't know how it's going to work, but first, you know, out of the gates, we are going to get to see our franchise quarterback. Go back there and hopefully throw maybe one, two passes. I'm hoping, you know, three. Hopefully this first team offense, you know, answers some questions just right out of the gates. And there's a good chance that they they don't. But, you know, 
preseason week one against the Dallas Cowboys. You got your your starters in there, at least Kyler Murray. It's exciting. State Farm Stadium, the Red Sea, it's going to be rocking. Alex Clancy, Ball Brock, Locked on Cardinals. Coming up next, the first unofficial depth chart is out. A couple surprises in there. A couple positives, a couple head scratchers. Um, and spoiler alert, Zayvon Collins is listed as first on the depth chart, an inside linebacker in front of Jordan Hicks that everybody expected. Uh, Bo's going to break it down. I'll react next. Locked on Cardinals. First, uh, betonline.ag. Telling you, fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is like, is this like the most fun time of year, Bo, for baseball fans where things are kind of starting to round into form? You can put your shekels, as Bo would say, on a couple games. NFL obviously coming up, preseason coming up. Before you know it, we are 33 days away from kickoff. Week one, Arizona Cardinals in Tennessee, in Nashville. Um, get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including and NFL. The NBA seems to be starting up in like 10 minutes, which is actually two months. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. Go to the website or use your mobile device. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Second segment, Locked on Cardinals. Follow him at Bob Brack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Apologies, we are unable to access our Locked on AZ Cards Twitter page for now. Hopefully in the next 24, 48 hours, we'll have it fixed and we'll be back up and running. Please go to our YouTube channel, like, subscribe. We uh, premiere our videos at noon Pacific time every day. Um, yeah, things are good things are coming. Bo, our numbers are starting to j- jump. Bo got very excited this morning. Yeah, I did. I just to see all the uh, the reaction and the comments and everybody talking about the red white scrimmage and in uh, from yesterday's video it was fantastic and the daily con- comments that we're getting and interaction unbelievable. We're grateful for everybody that tunes in, listens to what we have to say. This is if you have something if you have if you don't agree with us, we like that. We like <laughs> yeah. it's a discussion. Like we're having it. We're we're everybody. Like we cover the team. We have our opinions. You watch your favorite team. You have your opinions as well, and they don't necessarily align, and that's great because you can, you can have a discussion about this team, and we're all celebrating the game of football and the Arizona Cardinals. Real quick, did you see this yesterday? Our guy Lee Sterling from Locked On Bets, he thinks that the Arizona Cardinals could sleepwalk to nine wins this year. This was what he said on Monday's edition. Almost everything could go wrong, and they could win nine games. Paramount Sports is, uh, is Lee Sterling who nailed the Hall of Fame game. He said, hit the under, under hit. He said, take the Pittsburgh Steelers at minus two and a half. Pittsburgh covered easily. He thinks you could absolutely win some money off the Arizona Cardinals because what is it? Is it eight and a half or eight at betonline.ag? Looks like it's a a good good bet. Um, It's crazy how everything went right last year and they only won eight games. Every ball bounced their way last year. I mean, mm-hmm. with the quarterbacks they played, with the lack of injury aside from Chandler Jones, obviously, like the Cardinals could have. That was, we've talked about this, that was the path to the Super Bowl that the 49ers took. Mm-hmm. Everything I, went right. I don't know. I mean, look, if they had a competent place kicker, that'd be that'd be nice, right? I mean, they they probably make the playoffs if they if Zane Gonzalez hits a couple key clutch kicks, he doesn't come up short on a 49 yarder. He doesn't miss the the kick in New England. 
I think that the Arizona Cardinals are, you know, they get to where they wanted to go last year in the in the postseason. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if they were as they were fortunate as far as the quarterbacks that they faced throughout the season. As we mentioned, they faced four top fifteen quarterbacks last season, which is not a lot. This yeah. year, they're going to face at least ten. So, including Russell Wilson twice, that's going to be it's a murderer's row. But you know how football is. I mean, injuries are inevitable. You don't. I mean, that's kind of what happened last year, where you were facing some guys that uh, were were filling in for some injured signal callers. We'll see what happens this year. The Arizona Cardinals, regardless, they need to take care of business. I mean, they do pretty well against teams that they should beat. Cliff Kingsbury, I think, is 10-6-1 against teams that are on are 500 or below, but he's only like 3-11 and 11 or something about against teams that are 500 or better. So he's going to have to take care of business against some teams that if you want to play with the big boys, you got to take care of business. That's just... That's going to have to start to happen this season if you want to get to where you want to go. First things first, first unofficial depth chart is out. Um, Bo surprises. Let's start with the third-round pick from last year's NFL draft. Yeah, it was interesting that uh, we, were, we were talking about yesterday how we were excited to see Josh Jones potentially vie for the starting right guard position, and, and that, that still might be something possibility. But if you look at the first un official depth chart you'll see josh jones not anywhere in the mix as far as the right guard position he's actually going to be in the right tackle position he'll he's he's depth there and he's pretty far down the depth chart uh he's second actually behind kelvin beecham your right guard it's justin murray brian winters and brandon bowen is actually the third player on the cardinals depth chart on the offensive line max garcia looks like he's locked up these the backup center position your draft pick, Michael Manette from Penn State, is third in, in behind Rodney Hudson. And then you've got Justin Pugh as far as your starting right guard. You've got DJ Humphreys, of course, your starting left tackle. And then backing him up is Josh Miles. But other than that, not really any surprises on the offense. I mean, you look at your slot receiver, it's exciting to see Christian Kirk, who's going to get back to practice. The idea of him playing that position where he's kind of been an outside receiver the first couple of years of his career. The, I think the, I think Christian Kirk, when the Arizona Cardinals drafted him in the second round in the Texas AM, a lot of us envisioned him as that speedy slot guy. Mm-hmm. And for him to finally get that opportunity, because we don't know what the hell's going on with Larry Fitzgerald, if he's coming back or if he's going to retire. Uh, you know, I'm excited about Christian Kirk playing the slot. I think his, his skill set matches up very well for that position. A.J. Green is your starting Z receiver, and DeAndre Hopkins is your other starting X receiver, your outside guys. And then the running backs, it's it's Chase Edmonds, James Conner, Jonathan Ward, Eno Benjamin, Ido Smith, Tavian Feaster. And then the quarterbacks, I don't think anybody's shocked to see Colt McCoy ahead of Chris Strebler backing up Kyler Murray right now. And that's just the yeah. offense. We're going to get to Mike Clay's um, grades. He, he's a big fantasy guy. Uh, he does one of the best one of the best segments in fantasy football on Sundays. Is He goes, he's on ESPN and... He does the best wide receiver one, cornerback one matchups. And it's, you know, it kind of makes you think, well, should I be starting this guy against Jalen Ramsey? I'm going to have to do that twice with DeAndre Hopkins this year. Um, he has the running back room. And when you look at that, well, that's all they've done. That, that's the running back room that they said, you know what? We're full go ahead of the 2021 season. And it just, that almost worries me more now than 
than the cornerback room where you're going to have to rely on Kyler Murray to facilitate with his legs more than he probably wants to and more than you kind of want to see, right? I mean, that's, that is a below average running back room. Regardless of what people think, like, sure, he's going to be an RB, Chase Evans is going to be an RB1, but it's by default almost. And again, we haven't seen it yet. Sure, if he if he pops, absolutely. You want the dude to pop. He's a good kid. It's a great interview. Um, him and Kyler have a great relationship, you know, on the field, off the field. But like you want to see, you want to see it first. We haven't seen anything from anybody in the lock in, in this backfield. Chase yeah. Edmund, I mean, James Conner last year, like we haven't seen anything since Le'Veon Bell left, really, from James Conner being in a, a ball uh, toting RB1. Yeah, I mean it- It'll make more sense when you see how where Mike Clay rated it, but it, it's pretty on par with a lot of the other evaluations of the Arizona Cardinals roster going into the season. And there is a lot of doubt in the running back room from outsiders. You know, Chase Edmonds has performed under Cliff Kingsbury in his role, where he's run close to five yards per carry, four point eight, and he's done. He's been very fact, effective catching the ball out of the backfield, but. You know, he hasn't shown, he hasn't proven that he can be that bell cow, that he can be that 17 to 20 carry or just a uh, touch guy. And, um, you know, I th- the thing I like is that every year there are organizations that are tabbed as, you know, this this position group is no good, but it's because they're just unproven and then they explode. And I like that the Arizona Cardinals, they trust who their players are, who their personnel are especially in the running back in the cornerback room. And there are heavy expectations, at least internally, for guys like Chase Edmonds, for guys like uh, Byron Murphy at the cornerback spot. And they expect them to take a big leap and then hold down those positions, if not help those positions excel beyond what anybody believed they were capable of. We're not asking for all pro running backs. We're asking for no regression from last year. That's it. You know, so if right. Chase takes a little bit more and James Conner gives you 75% of what Kenyon Drake did, you'll take it. I mean, you need goal line scores. No third and goals from the eight. Like, and I, I've talked about that a lot. Like, you would like to not have to throw on first and goal from the three. You know, like that's the ideal situation. The closest right. place, the, the fastest uh, way between A and B is a straight line. You know, like that's it. And James Conner can do that for you. Sure. Um, so that's that's where we're at. I mean, we're not going to beat heads, and we'll get into the numbers here. Projections from Mike Clay, one of the smartest NFL minds in the game. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked On Cardinals. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Subscribe on YouTube. We just hit the 400 mark in less than two months. We really appreciate everybody who's been watching. Tell your friends. Uh, it's only going to get better from here when there's actual football to talk about. Coming up next, Mike Clay under the microscope. The ratings for the Arizona Cardinals groups offense and defense and the final grade and where that ranks across the landscape of the NFL might surprise you. That's next locked on Cardinals. But first, what doesn't surprise you is uh, the effective nature of rock auto and RockAuto.com. It's raining outside, Bo. I don't want to go outside. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, RockAuto.com allows me to not have to. I still need tail lamps because I'm lazy and I still need to buy the tool that you gave made fun of me for last time because the tool is about three feet long and that's Ford's way of getting you. And I'm not going to be gotten by Ford. So I go to rockauto.com and I can buy all this stuff for myself. Family owned business. They've been online for 20 years, saves you the trek to a chain storefront where you have to ask questions and search around 
and you don't know where anything is, like me. RockAuto.com, their prices are reliably low. Um, you don't get upcharged because you're not a man manufacturer, which is fantastic. Go to RockAuto.com. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked On Cardinals. The Mike Clay projections for the 2021 NFL season for all 32 teams is a must look at, a must search for. Uh, he put it out, I think it was early last week, and the numbers aren't really going to change. So the numbers, I'm just going to show you the grid so you can look for it. You're not going to be able to see this really. But let's just talk about this quickly here, Bo. Mm -hmm. The Arizona Cardinals. These grades were are pretty much school grades. They're school grades from 0 to 4.0. The Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray, and I'll spoiler alert this for you, have the eighth best quarterback room in the NFL. Okay? Where do you I mean, how are you feeling about that? You you have to feel that's pretty accurate, right? I mean, just Actually ninth, sorry, ninth. Yeah, we we were all we've been discussing all off-seasons long that we believe Kyle, Kyler Murray with the leap that he took in his second season with the 37 total touchdowns, 4,600 yards, that he's a top 10, if not fringe top 10 quarterback. And that's what this reflects. And if you look at the uh, you know Rams just below that, accurate. Niners way below that, 1.8 at their quarterback position. Very accurate. And then the Seahawks, of course, they're going to have their guy just ahead of the Arizona Cardinals quarterback and Kyler Murray and, and Russell Wilson. I, I think that Mike Clay, as far as how he grades the quarterback position, is accurate. So. You know, if and that's with Kyler Murray, if if he is on par with his numbers last year, where I think he's, you're, you should see a little bit of a, a little bit more of a jump. I mean, third season, he's comfortable in Cliff Kingsbury's offense. I think he's, you, you got to like his weapons. I, I think it's gonna, it, they, you know, they're not as, um, I, I think that they they're they're set up to Kyler Murray's skill set a little bit better. To where we can see, you know, this is there's a very good opportunity for this offense to take a step in the right direction. But there are a couple other things, and we mentioned at the running back room where it looks like Mike Clay, no confidence, but this is based off you know previous data. They're at a point nine. Yeah, you know, they're twenty sixth in the NFL. Yeah, twenty sixth in the league. And as I said, it's going to take them, you know, changing that narrative by performing right out of the gates. And that's going to be there's going to be a lot of. Um, you know, it's going to be some pressure on Chase Edmonds at RB1 to take over, you know, take the reins on something that he has previously not been able to kind of take over. So, you know, that's going to be big. That's going to be, you you know, where the, the positions where the Cardinals excel, Alex, and we know where they, there's some doubt and they're, they fall short, especially, you know, as far as analytically, as far as those numbers. Yeah. A wide receiver room, interesting 2.9. Uh, they are ahead of both the Packers and the Browns, according to Mike Clay. So Devontae Adams uh, is kind of in the same situation as De uh, as DeAndre Hopkins kind of on an island when you add A.J. Green and Rondo Moore. Apparently, they like that package more than Amari Rodgers, who the Packers drafted, who I thought would have been great for the Cardinals, even though they would have had to take him a little bit higher than people projected him out of Clemson. Um, you got to be happy with the 2.9. So maybe we're not really I seeing the forest through the trees with really how good DeAndre Hopkins is. Like, we know, but we yeah. see it every day. We talk about it every day. Like, 30 other teams wish they would have DeAndre Hopkins on their roster, and the Cardinals do, or 31. You know, 
once again, the the only team that they they trail in the division at the wide receiver position looks like it's the Seahawks. Yeah. Surprisingly, the Rams getting a 1.9. Mike Clay, not a big fan of Cooper Cup and, and Robert Woods and their ability to get open. I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't I don't understand that one. Yeah, I am most undervalued. Of- They're the most undervalued one two punch in the NFL, probably. Yeah. Especially Robert Woods. Uh tight end. Oh, no Boy. story. Yeah. Uh, no surprise here. Max Williams did not pass. He did not pass go or collect $200. The Cardinals are at a 0.1 out of a possible 4.0 from the tight end position. We can move on from there. Offensive the worst in the league, right? That's oh, it 32. has to be. It has to be. I don't see anybody um, below. I mean, the Jags have a 0.3. That's a group that has Tim Tebow playing in it, and they they get more they get more value they than get the more run. And then, uh, you know what? We'll hit defense tomorrow because we're running out of time here. Um, yeah. The offensive line at a 2.5, uh, respectable. I mean, that's a Rodney Hudson effect. I, I wonder what they were. I'm, I'm assuming they were at around a 2.0 last year. So you get a full half grade bump for having, you know, a top three center in the NFL. So that's yeah. where you look like, man, they couldn't draft a running back at in the third round because they traded for Rodney Hudson. And yeah, maybe they technically overpaid for a guy that was going to be getting cut but at least you're overpaying in draft capital and not actual cheese coming out of your salary cap, which is what would have had to have happened if the Cardinals would have landed him after he was after his contract got voided from the Raiders. And it's, it's interesting, and I continue to just look at where the other teams are in the division, and this paradox continues where the Arizona Cardinals, our guy Jared even pointed it out. Um, I think it was a tweet from Johnny Venerable about the Arizona Cardinals being the favorite to finish last in the division. Yeah. And they're plus 600 if you think that they're going to win the NFC West. And you look at these numbers and how they grade out against the teams in the NFC West. And they're only behind the Niners as far as offensive line in the NFC West. And you get that Trent Williams is an absolute beast. And you give him the edge over DJ Humphreys, even though Trent Williams is a bigger injury risk, has proven to be the last much couple older. Seasons. Much older. Um, you know, how much better can he be? You know, DJ Humphreys, I think, has surrendered five sacks in the last two seasons. That's not too bad. Uh, it's where you look at, you know, they sign Alex Mack. I'll take Rodney Hudson over Alex Mack yep. at the center position. And then, you know, I think maybe Mike McGlinchey gives them the edge on the offensive yeah. line. Um, yeah, I, I just think, uh, you know, the Arizona Cardinals grayed out pretty well, but then we continue to see everybody say that they won't, they won't put their name behind them. The, the Rams, a 2.4 on the, on the offensive line. You've got, uh, the Seahawks are a 2-0. But the Arizona Cardinals are either second in, in most offensive positions, second or you know, close to first. But nobody will bet on them. But is the head coach on here though? That's the biggest question too. I mean, I think that's you know where he where Cliff Kingsbury stacks up. If there's a grade, where does he stack up in the division? Fourth, you know. I mean, unless the, it's least amount of carbs taken in. That's. Yeah, that's true. Gold medal, baby. Gold <laughs> flipping medal. Alex Lancey, Bobrock, Locked On Cardinals. We'll hit the rest yeah. of Mike's Clay's, Mike Clay's list tomorrow when Bo takes the reins. Um, thank you to everybody who listens. We will get our our Twitter page hopefully back up and by Friday. I mean, we're constantly working on it. We have no idea why it happened, but we'll get it back up. Until then, you can follow Bo at Bobrock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. We'll be posting the podcast links on our respective pages uh, forever. Host that day. Um, thank you for, for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you. We will talk to you tomorrow if I can speak.